This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome to the latest Agenda Podcast with myself, Matt Addison, alongside our Liverpool FC correspondent, Paul Gorst. Today, the Premier League meeting took place between all 20 clubs as Project Restart took another step forward. We knew from last week, Paul, that matches would begin on June the 17th, with Manchester City playing Arsenal on that Wednesday night, and then Liverpool playing Everton the following weekend. But there's been a little bit more of an update to come this afternoon. First of all, just talk us through the, the latest announcement from the Premier League. Yeah, so the Premier League have been uh, carrying on their, their video link meetings, and uh, Liverpool have been represented today. And it's essentially been agreed that clubs uh, or teams can now have nine on the bench with with uh, seven subs, uh, sorry, five subs. So um, hopefully that'll give an opportunity to one or two players on the fringe between now and, and the end of the season, whenever that does come. But uh, I think it's it's probably a little bit of a, a progressive step in terms of um, there's been plenty of talk about players worrying about uh, about injuries because they haven't played for so long and they're almost expected to just hit the ground running mid-season without actually having any kind of real build-up as we know teams only return to contract training was it the last week so not a whole lot has gone on in terms of um preparation it's probably been far from ideal but it's needs must at the moment so players are a little bit players and clubs are a little bit concerned about one or two muscle injuries flaring up so um they have been allowed to now use five subs with, with nine on the bench nine to choose from and uh, from an appeal perspective that will probably lead to one or two getting a little bit of a chance to show Jürgen Klopp what they can do ahead of next season. We know that uh, once that Premier League title is wrapped up, which we expect it to be probably within two or three games for the Reds, um, then there will be not a whole lot to play for other than chasing down that a record point tally. So there's going to be plenty of players who are going to be chomping at the bit to, to get a taste of action, given that, that now they can use five substitutes. So it's going to be interesting to see how Klopp kind of utilises that between now and and the end of the season. Yeah, there's going to be a, a few different players that benefit, isn't there? I'd include sort of you know, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Nico Williams, and, and maybe someone like Paul Glatzel as well, who's who's now back training after recovering from a long-term knee injury. I mean, would you expect uh, Liverpool fans to be able to see a little bit more of those players over the next few weeks? Oh, undoubtedly, yeah. I mean, I think in, in Curtis Jones's situation, I think he's got a lot more to benefit playing for Liverpool for the rest of the season than someone like Adam Lallana, who we, we kind of expect to leave as a free agent. Um, Harvey Elliott, we know how much he's liked by the coaching staff at Melwoods. A chance of him to get a few more Premier League minutes. I think he's only played a handful of minutes as a sub. I think it might have been Sheffield United at the, the turn of the year. He's just had a couple of minutes. So hopefully a chance for him to get a few more minutes in the Premier League. We know he's the youngest player to ever play in the division is he after playing for, for Fulham last season so certainly a chance for him I, I think Jones is probably the one who's likely to benefit the most and obviously Nico Williams can fill in as, as a deputy for Trent Alexander-Arnold and um, Paul Glattel coming back from that long-term knee injury maybe Klopp will just give him a little bit of a taste at some stage just to show that you know this is what kind of wait you if, if you get your head down and, and continue to to make great strides but I think uh, I think they could have got Loads of players actually who who might be able to get a little bit of a look in between now and and as you say at the end of that season whenever it whenever it is players like Keanu Hoover they, he's obviously already played at some point Yasser Larucci maybe uh, coming in uh, on the left side of the fence so, uh, so so there's loads who who will be staking a claim. 
Yeah, certainly Jurgen Klopp has a, a big squad to choose from. And there's even some senior players who maybe could see a few more minutes on the pitch because of this rule change. I'm thinking maybe Divock Origi or, or someone like James Milner as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Origi's probably a, a key uh, key player in, in, in that, isn't he? He's obviously someone who's not quite at the level of that front three, but certainly a, an important squad player. And um, could, could be a, a bit of an opportunity for him, actually, if you think that, Liverpool have got this Premier League title wrapped up and um, it, it's all safe and secure. He might get a little bit more of a run out than he might normally. He doesn't tend to feature in too many games, particularly from the start. So he, he could be someone, as could Jair and Shaqiri, if hopefully he uh, he is completely recovered from an injury that he, it seems to be a bit of an, an innocuous one picked up in January, but he hasn't played since. And we know that the, there's plenty of speculation about his future at the moment. So... Maybe those two are, are, are important. Uh, they've got an important few weeks ahead of them, Rigi and Shikari. The Agenda on the Blood Red Channel. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure James Milner would have featured a fair bit anyway, but maybe he'll see his chances increased. And just uh, quickly, while we're on the, the topic of him, it's obviously five years ago to the day that he signed for Liverpool on a free transfer. I mean, there's been still discussion, of course, about where he ranks uh, among the free agents that Liverpool have brought in. But at the very least, you'd say he's made a very, very big impact in his time with Liverpool. Oh, massively. And I think if you look at when, when he left Manchester, Manchester City and... 2015, they probably weren't too worried letting him go. They signed Raheem Sterling and Kevin De Bruyne in the same summer, and probably thought that they, you know they could lose him without uh, without feeling the pinch. And you could argue that, that they haven't. But now that Milner is obviously one of the leaders of you know City's main rivals, and he's going to beat them to the Premier League title this season. He's a, he's a real leader inside that dressing room, isn't he? They they might look back at that and think that that was probably a little bit of a mistake to let him go. So. So quickly, particularly as someone who can play in a variety of positions, he's, you know, undoubtedly him and Henderson are the leaders of this Liverpool team, such a tight-knit squad, and that obviously comes from, from those two, basically enforcing that as much as they can and, and as regularly as they can. And I think you only have to look back at that, that performance against their Bournemouth just before the, the suspension where he cleared one off the line, and I think it might have been a 2-1 at the time, and there was a little bit of a little bit of a apprehension in the stadium with Bournemouth kind of having a little bit of a spell and Liverpool were rocking and he cleared that one off the line and just kind of showed that he's, uh, you know, his enduring value to, to this Liverpool team that, you know, Jürgen Klopp has built. And I think you're talking about free transfers. I think he, he he might go down as Liverpool's greatest ever in the Premier League era. You know, you look at someone like Gary McAllister and Joel Matip and uh, one or two others, Marcus Babel. But I think for, you know, in terms of his importance in this squad, but it's going to go and, and romp home to the, to the title. I think Milner probably has to take take that accolade for me. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I think a Champions League trophy and a Premier League trophy this season sort of tells its own story, doesn't it? But uh, just in terms of the, the rule change, then obviously we've, we've spoken about it benefiting squad players. We've spoken about how the likes of Elliot and, and Jones might benefit. But I mean, the, there is the argument from the other end of the table that this sort of skews it more in favour of, of the bigger teams who have bigger squads. I mean, how do you think that the league might be impacted in terms of that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, there's no way of getting around it, is it? You know, if you've got a, a bigger squad that gives you a, more of an opportunity to utilise it, that's just, that's just basically plain and simple. But I think I think there are 
uh, wholesome intentions behind this idea of, of bringing it to five subs and nine nine on the bench in total. It's basically just to limit, hopefully limit um, the amount of injuries that we're going to see over the coming weeks and months because as we've already spoken, you know, teams are expected to hit the ground running and it's all to play for, isn't it, after having a, a three-month suspension. So um, I think that is, is very much the thinking behind it, but no doubt it, it will benefit teams who um, who have bigger and better squads. That, that's just the, the nature of the beast. But um, I, I think it's probably a, an unavoidable advantage. Um, I, I don't think it's a, a massively unfair one um, at a time when you hear so much getting talked about teams actually trying to scrap relegation and, and stuff like that. You know, I, I think this is the way it's landed. It is an unprecedented situation. And I think this new rule today is basically brought in to, to try and limit injuries that then give any other team a kind of a boost or a helping hand where it might not be needed. Yeah, it's certainly there to, to shake things up. And you mentioned before that Liverpool are, are only six points away from confirming their Premier League title. I mean, do you think Jurgen Klopp will make wholesale changes once the league is wrapped up? Or do you think he'll have, you know, one eye on maybe beating Manchester City's 100 points record or or certainly getting at least 25 points clear and, and maybe further ahead by the end of the campaign? I mean, which way would you expect him to sway on that? I actually don't know, if I'm being honest. I mean, for me, I, I, I don't really see the point in, say, Liverpool win the league, say, say Liverpool beat Everton and then there's a Crystal Palace after that. Liverpool are then confirmed champions with seven games to play. I don't really see the point of resting too many because, you know, in a way, that's it's almost kind of like a, a pre-season for, for next turn then, isn't it? So we don't know when, when that's going to be and how long Liverpool are going to get to prepare their players for next season. So why not use that time as best you can? And there is still a slice of history to chase down, isn't there? So for me, I, I would be going all hands on deck and then chasing down that 100 points tally from that Manchester City have got and Liverpool win their next two games that'll take them up to is it 80 will it be 88 so so they'll have 13 points left to, to beat that record so for me I wouldn't be having nine first teamers on the bench just for the sake of it I would be playing as as close to normal as possible and then trying to give one or two a little bit of a run out as and when they can in games that might be a little bit secure. So you're thinking maybe 20 minutes here and there for a Curtis Jones or a Harvey Elliott, as opposed to starting games with, you know, a centre-back partnership of Vandenberg and, and, you know, Lovren or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's certainly a, a nice luxury for, for Liverpool to have and we'll see how that pans out for the rest of the season. But that's all from us today. If there is any more news that breaks from the Premier League meeting later on, all the details will be with you across the Liverpool Echo website. We'll also discuss all of them in tomorrow's Blood Red podcast too, which as ever will be live on YouTube and available across all the usual podcast platforms. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But until next time, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.